Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I am Will. And today we're talking about, is it chapter 22? Chapter 22. No. Yes. Really? Yes. I feel like we're so much further than that at this point, but I guess... No, because it's eight episodes. It's eight episodes. Eight episodes per season. We're in season three. We have two left after this one. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's... I just feel like there should have been so many more episodes than there have been. A lot more should have happened. A lot more should have happened in the season. So, yeah, absolutely. In previous seasons. In previous seasons, a lot more should have happened. They should have stopped ret- <laughs> retconning everything that they've been doing with this show so, constantly. No, so previous seasons, previous because, seasons uh, was fine. This season has been trash. Trash. So I have to disagree with that because a lot has happened in this season. No, it hasn't. We just don't know how they're all tying together. Because <laughs> you got this happening and this happening and that happening. You have a lot so, of nothing happening well, in the season. Right. Well, what was it? The last time we were all together f- four episodes ago when I was asking all those questions like where were the TIE fighters coming from? No idea. Are they going to revisit why her castle was blown up? Doesn't look all like these they're questions do that. I had. They haven't answered any of these questions. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. And again, and again, I th- I feel like it's all just leading up to get ready for like Ahsoka and this and that. Um, Will, have you watched the Ahsoka trailer yet? The teaser. I haven't, but I've heard about it. I know it's coming. Yeah, that's all it, I know. It, it, it looks it looks fantastic. I, hopefully, However, it will be. I think it's. I I think I think the one thing that's going to be a little bit different, and it's going to kind of go back to what we've talked about a few times uh, with me having more of the EU, if you want to call it EU knowledge. They even say the line, heir to the Empire, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I know it's not considered canon, but it's it's awesome to hear them say it in something live action that's considered canon. So I really think they're going to be taking a lot from what was in those books and and adapting it towards whatever story they're going to go with here. I feel like they've just given up on Mandalorian. They're only doing it just to say, hey, well, we don't want to just quit because we started with this, but they're really going to be putting more of their effort into the other shows that they're planning on putting Which on. is a massive mistake. I think, in my, I'm sorry, Chuck. In oh, my it's opinion, absolutely. it's a massive mistake because Mandalorian, this show right now for this timeline that they're on, should be like the main <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. It should be the I main. Agree. They have all of the important characters. They built everything from the show over the first couple of seasons. Even here, what they've done with Bo-Katan, this should be the main. But right now, it feels like yeah. such an afterthought, especially, and I know I'm off timeline here. It feels like such an afterthought, especially when you look at something like Andor. I I, mm. I, I am still befuddled. So, And I'm going to let Chuck go in a minute, but I want to go to Lee real quick because Wednesday, Thursday morning when I got out of work, I immediately watched the episode, and immediately when I was done, I sent a text out <laughs> begging you not to love this episode for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. And I'm I'm yeah. really hoping <laughs> that Two you would, reasons. I'm really hoping that you at least watched it twice, like once to get the gaga out of the way and then again to be like, okay, now I actually have to be objective about this. So Okay, never mind. <laughs> your 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 face tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> So I mean, you sent that to me and I'm just like <laughs> Now I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't planning on watching the episode, maybe not even that day. I was planning on just, like, when I get to it. You said that, and I'm like, well, let me just put it on. I know I have to take a, a run to the dump and drop some stuff, you know, some of the garbage off before I go to work. So I'll, 
you know, maybe I'll just play it for a little bit. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, come in. It's yeah. a party. You like secretions? And I'm like, oh, and I started laughing because I was like, oh, I see why. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> and then. And I'm like, okay. Th- then I get back home, you know, in my transition, like just before I was going to go to work. And I'm like, oh, now I see. So not only was there one cameo, or I mean, I guess Lizzo was a cameo. Lizzo. Well, but nothing. But I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I know who Lizzo I, is. No, I was not. You know who Tell Lizzo is? For Lizzo. I don't pay attention. I'm not on I was, social media. The two. The she's big an, two. She's the a big singer. two. Yeah, whatever. The big two cameos that are in this episode. I knew you were going to geek oh, out. Oh, yeah. Well, he, the dude's like 84. He can't. It doesn't like, matter. The last best thing he was in was Nobody that I can think of. And it was, it was, that was, it was funny in that. I loved him in that. Did you see Nobody? He no. was still every With, bit of Christopher Lloyd. That Christopher Lloyd is in this episode. If you come any closer, I'll hit this fail-safe button. Yes. And all the droids on this planet will go back to their war, war, you know, war ways or whatever. Like it's just like, oh man, all right. He's just, but he's, but he's so old and decrepit at this point. I was like, oh man, like. Hey, I'm I'm happy that Christopher Lloyd got to be in both Star Trek and Star Wars. And Back to the Future, obviously. Like he's been in some of the biggest, most well-known uh, franchises of sci-fi, you know, and that's it's cool. It's it's great to see him get that opportunity before he's no longer with us on this earth. So, you know, just for that alone, I'm happy with that. And we've known that he was he was slated to be in this season. I think when they were still filming season two, they already had him like you know lined up to be in an episode at some point they just didn't know where they were going to put him oh. and for that type of cameo i mean what other role would they put him in some quick thing where you know he's just there and we'll never see him again you know we're never going to see him again that that was just to have him in there and say we did it mm-hmm. so you know what i don't love the episode because they were in it um but i mean if they were going to do it anyway, I mean, that's that's a great way to just throw cameos in there. I feel like this episode was just to do that and to, to um, you know, to basically do their own version of iDroid. I, I mean, yeah, iRobot, iDroid, whatever. It was, yeah. And to give Bryce Dallas Howard, Bro- Bryce, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard, a chance to direct something she's done a good job on what was the other one she did was she, she did a couple of other episodes right i know one of them was the one where they were on the camp and they had the ad at come out of, or the atsd come out of the mud that was in season one maybe did she I'd do have that to look one? It up. i think she did that one yeah um but she did a if if not i know she definitely did that one but i think she did like a, like one or two more if i'm not mistaken um and i i think she's done a great job so um, if that's the case, I like that they took a different route in this episode, um, kind of like an Attack of the Clones where Obi-Wan's going around and, like, doing some investigation to find out, like, what's this whole Sifo-Dyas thing, what's this clone thing, goes off to Kamino, he's talking to the guy in the diner, like, doing some investigation. I like that they worked that into this, you know, and, you How know, but but the episode itself, yeah, exactly, that line. Um, but I... Mm. It definitely felt like gimmicky because they don't do it often enough. So it was like it was very heavy on the episode of Law and Order type thing that was going on here. You <laughs> yeah, know? Pretty much. So it was just pretty it was much. just missing the dunk dunk, you know, or or somebody <laughs> so, or oh, or, or somebody getting <laughs> shot on those steps. Like that's all it was. missing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's just kind of yeah. There, there's a lot of things that I was thinking of like okay, they could add this, they could take this away, whatever. But um. I, I, I didn't mind the episode. 
I thought that there were really good elements to it, but it was definitely not my favorite episode of Mandalorian. Okay. I'm going last, so Chuck, why don't you... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I started out this season... Um, I really enjoyed the first two episodes, and then episode three happened, and then four happened, and then five happened, and then six happened. The heck? Why? That's how those episodes seemed. Sure. Like a rubber chicken. They were they were jokes. They were yep. all mm-hmm. jokes. Um, they've brought this season. They have. They have somehow. Made this season on par with the Book of Boba Fett. I'm not sure if that was ever possible, um, especially since two of the episodes in that series were basically the Mandalorian, and they were the best part of the of Book of Boba Fett. Um, yeah, it's now weird. they have. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I, the one thing I, I they copped out in this episode with the with the dark saber. Total cop-out. Oh, yeah. Just like everything they've already done. Total cop-out. I was waiting, because I did say, when the last time the three of us were together, I did say that what's going to happen is they're going to get somehow get where she is going to be the the ruler of Mandalore again. She's going to have control of the Mythosaur, and she'll get the Darksaber. So it's not about Din, it's about her. Right. And they are going down that route, but it's like, yeah, um... This whole time I've had the dark saber, but really it's hers. No, <laughs> not at all. No, not at not all. Not even a little bit. Nope, not and even they close. They copped out. I was waiting for like a like when 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 Baby Yoda fought the other foundling, and they you, had like a you mean like, Grogu? No, Baby Yoda. You mean the child? <laughs> <laughs> when those two fought on the beach, I was looking forward to something like that, not to the death, but just like you know what? Let's duel, and the winner. Gets the dark saber. Yeah, as long as somebody yields. I mean, yeah. No one said it had to be the death. And it would have been, and they could have done a cool fight with that. They could have done something really cool with that. I will say, I I did like the fight that she had with Axe Wolves at the end. I liked seeing, like, all the, I mean, it was was quick. I just thought that the the techniques that they were using all at the same time was kind of interesting. Seeing the jetpack used in a combative way like that. She got tossed against... The, the side of a ship. Yeah, yeah there was that. <laughs> and then she got up and continued to fight. She had armor on. I, I don't care. <laughs> you, she got launched into the side of a ship. <laughs> this this episode. So when it comes to Star Wars, when they made Andor, I think they set the bar really high with Star Wars TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I Disney. Disney is they're doing with Star Wars what they did with Marvel, and it's not looking... It's actually... It's not fun anymore. I'm Except for except for Ahsoka, I'm not really looking forward to much more from Star Wars. Well, I'm looking like, forward to the second season of Andor. Unless they do with Andor what they're doing well, with I really, I really don't care. I really don't care what they do with Andor because you're going to owe me 200 bucks at the end of that thing. So that's why I'm looking yeah. forward to the second season of Andor. But anyways, I wouldn't be I, w- I wouldn't get too f- I wouldn't be looking forward to unless you're looking forward to paying me 200 bucks. Uh-huh. Cash app. Cash <laughs> app. <laughs> okay, buddy. 
Um, <laughs> I hate this episode. And I... when and when you and when <laughs> hold on and when you when you cash at me the two hundred bucks when it says what four on the bottom, I want you to say because I lost. <laughs> because you win is what you want to hear. Yeah, that too. <laughs> sure. Okay. And when go, you cash at ahead. me that two hundred bucks. I will never question Will again. That's that's what I want to hear. <laughs> I want to get into this episode. I hated this episode from top to bottom. I think this was the biggest waste of time I've ever spent yep. watching a Star Wars episode. This was this was terrible. This was aside from it the was cameos, worse than aside from it the was cam- worse than the than the than the than the the pterodactyl episode. It was bad. This was bad. This was aside from the cameos, aside from the cameos, it was basically what I said in episode one. It's just this is the next mission, and now we have to do the iRobot, you know, storyline, and we have to, you know, handle everything that's going on with these runaway droids. Why? For what reason? Well, because it's it's there, and they need to do this so they can walk five feet distance onto a field so that she can have a fight with somebody that we saw once before why should i care about x wolves for why i don't care about him at all he was brought up once he disappeared we never saw him again and now all of a sudden he's here and he's the leader of of these rogue mandalorian that she has to fight she gets handed and and she eventually gets the upper hand and wins but I don't care at all. And then the whole thing about the Darksaber and how that was just a complete cop. Oh, I was defeated by the beast. And then she picked it up and gave it. So it's rightfully hers. No, that's not the way that this was supposed to go at all. I don't. That, it cannot nope. be the way that they planned this. It cannot be like the original idea when they sat down to wrote this story to write this storyline out. So we're gonna have the beast, and then she's gonna pick up the dark saber and hand it back to him. But it's really hers, and that's gonna be the way that. Absolutely not. They they should have nope. fought. They should have done a, a, a fight, not to the death. But it should have been something to like establish her above Dinjarin. This way, Disney and this entire show gets to save face, where he's still the hero and he's still the prominent one without having to take a loss. It's it's pro wrestling. It's pro, and I say that being a pro wrestling fan, <laughs> when you have an established guy on the wrestling show that you don't want to lose, you find every reason in the book that he doesn't have to take a pin or he doesn't have to submit, and it it just turns into absolute nonsensical jargon. That's exactly what they did here. They did not want Din Djarin to lose a fight, so they just made up this story out of nowhere. This, there's no well, nobody will be able to tell me otherwise that this was the original idea. This is an afterthought. There's no way so that's why i say that mm. and i'm happy about the cameos i'm happy about the cameos however i will say this i'm growing tired of them i think what they did in the in the sequel trilogy with um daniel craig putting a mask on him and he's a stormtrooper and send him out there and you know it's him perfect way to do a cameo great way to do a cameo you really don't have to bring out Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd to do things simply because they're Jack Black and Christopher Lloyd. It, it doesn't make any sense. You could have done it any other way. It did not have to be like this. It completely takes everything away from the story, which there's not much story in this season to begin with. So that complaint might be a little bit moot. But yeah, that's wow. Wow. I'm done. When does the doctor come back into play? <laughs> doctor who? 
the doctor that got lobotomized. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole episode dedicated to him. Wait, who? Yeah. <laughs> it's we're, a trap. We're, we're not supposed to know this. Yeah, but yeah, but they they dedicated this. They, they, they thought that they wiped our memories of that episode. Oh, that's right. But they gave him this entire episode, and we haven't seen him since. They might have just been building up uh, Alaya. Alaya Kane. Really? Yeah. That was a piss-poor way of doing that. Really? Yeah. Really? <clears throat> really? I, I just... I, I watched the episode, and I was like... I, I'm disheartened. Like, this saddens me. Like, it's... When you grow up watching the original trilogy, and then from the original trilogy, which was fantastic, even though the production was a thousand times worse than what it is today, they went from the original trilogy to the prequel trilogy, which was like, ugh. And then went to the sequel trilogy, which was like, ugh. And then it went to all these streaming up. Joe's, and you're like, can we get back to the goodness that the original trilogy gave us? No. Well, they gave us Rogue One. I will say that. They gave us Rogue One. Yeah. And Rogue One was fantastic. Yes. If they kept stories like they did with Rogue One, I would be I would be ecstatic. But they're not. They're just giving us junk. And they're doing what they did with Marvel. You know, when we talk about the cash cow with Marvel, they're doing that with Star Wars now. Like Ahsoka. Yes. Is it going to be great? We're hoping it's going to be great. But at the same time, it's like, even if it's not, they know that they're going to make stupid money because everyone's going to watch it anyways. The only hope I have for Ahsoka Ta- <laughs> is is this. Rosaria Dawson really hasn't attached herself to anything that's garbage. She she has good people working around her. They they, they She gets roles that are decent to good. Like, she's not, Clips I don't think too. she's going to. I don't think that's going to happen. 25th hour. Clerks 2. What was wrong with Clerks 2? Oh. Well, how come you don't want to watch Clerks 3? I, I don't know. Wouldn't well, you rather... It, I mean, if we're going to do Clerks here, wouldn't you rather start with Clerks? No, I'm saying you don't even you don't even care to watch the movie. No, I don't. Yeah, but so but you're saying you, you liked Clerks 2, but you wouldn't watch Clerks 3. How old was I when Clerks Two came out? I'm not a child anymore. I, I mean, know. come on, man. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not twenty something years old anymore. Going going to see a movie every weekend. Uh huh. She was great in Twenty Fifth Hour. Yes, she I was. I know we didn't fully do she, that, but she, that was a fantastic. We movie. will. I promise you, too. we will. <laughs> she was not great in Men in Black Two. <laughs> not at all. Wanga. <laughs> she was not great in Men. in not many people were good in Men in Black too. No. And the reason why I don't want to, wa- and the reason why I really don't care to watch Clerks three right now is because I have lost all interest in Kevin Smith. I think he's no. Why? Tusk. Well, uh, yeah, Tusk was not was good. Disturbing. That took me like six months to get out of my head. Well, has he? Has he? What was disturbing about? Has Tusk? he gone past the age of sixteen? No. Huh? I don't has believe he that gone he has. past the age of sixteen. I don't <laughs> believe that he has. Not at all. Like he's Not at all. Stuck. Red State was fantastic. What was that? Red State. Red State was fantastic. I haven't seen that. Red State yeah. is a really good movie. 
It is a really good movie with a fantastic payoff. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I like it better when he doesn't really have words. Like, no dialogue. Like, when he's silent, Bob, he's fine. Mm. Sure. Just says nothing. Okay. <laughs> Just don't talk. <laughs> okay. So we kind of have an idea of where we're all at here. Um, we want to get into it? Sure. Okay. So, <laughs> episode starts off. We're on a Quarren ship, right? And you've got, you know, I, I think of them as the Ood, but they're not the Ood. Um, and as, they're, you know, this captain or whatever is floating around in a tank and eating fish. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a Star Destroyer coming. They're like, oh, uh, can we fight against them? They're like, no, no, they're, they're way too heavily, you know defended and you're thinking it's the empire you're thinking it's the empire i'm thinking like oh is this is this thrawn you know like we're we've been here we've been here in thrawn for a while now is this thrawn no no it's not it's axe axe wove and the crew um his crew the what used to be the night owls with bo katan um Hmm. and they just they took the fleet i'm wondering if this is the katana fleet and if that is that's pretty cool but they're not really getting into what it is but i guess we'll see i mean the katana fleet's a lot bigger than this but Whatever. What? I, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how her tank works. Cause it just it's just a hole. Oh yeah. Her chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah. yeah there's that. <laughs> I was waiting for like I'm gonna pressurize my mask. <laughs> 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 it's just, just, it's yeah. just making stuff up and saying, yes. "Oh, this looks good." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. This sounds good. It doesn't make any sense, but hey, it sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. No, none. Because then they bring in her boyfriend. I'm like, what? So <laughs> we get the whole point here is that the reason why Axe Wolf and his crew are coming is because they are privateers. They're mercenaries for hire, uh-huh. guns for hire, which is the title of the episode, mm-hmm. aka iDroid, mm. um, to retrieve <laughs> this Mon Calamari Viceroy's son. And they're like, oh, it's not an act of war. It's like, no, I know you did it for love. And then he comes out, no, I love you. I don't want to leave you. Why does he have a British accent? I don't know. (laughs) Um... And I'm, wh- supposed and to be, how she d- I'm supposed to be watching a show about the Mandalorian, and now we're watching a fish <laughs> romance. A, a fish, a f- yes, a fish. <laughs> so proper. Why? Um, Why? So, and they start rubbing their tentacles on each other. What is it's happening? so bad. What is <laughs> this? So bad. <laughs> yeah. So this... basically, that's that's just what happens here. The whole point is that all we're seeing is that they're they're paid they're paid. Guns. That's what they are. And then someone's like, "I thought they. I thought Mandalorians are honorable. Yeah, we're honorable. Honorable. All it takes is a few credits. Boom, doom, 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 doom. You know. And then here we go. Then we get the show. Guns for hire. <laughs> Cut back over to now Din and Bo-Katan. They're arriving on Pleasure Fifteen. Now, why are they arriving there? Because they know that that's where these mercenaries are. Or they're on Plazier. Pleasure Fifteen is the city. I think that's what it is. Fifteen is just like the district. Sure. Anyway. As they're going in, all of a sudden, I think both times I watched, I had subtitles on, so it said fanfare music is playing, and I'm like fanfare, and I'm like, and it's like goofiest sounding, like da, hey, check this out, you know, music. Welcome to uh, to Plaza Fifteen, where the like one of the only independent worlds, and you know, check this out, and all about democracy, and you know, beefing it up. You know what this reminded me of? <clears throat> Did you see the Doctor Who episode with um, Matt Smith when they go to? Um, 
the the world with two streams and they go in and one stream is slowed down and then Amelia Pond goes one where it speeds up and she ages and there's actually it ends up being two of her oh. and she goes into this world you can have whatever you want and there's the ceiling tiles like have lights in it and it's the 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 computer generated voice is talking to her telling her what this planet is all about that you can go anywhere you want see whatever you want yeah. all you have to do is and it's where you know this is a kindness and they touch the robots oh yeah yeah touch yeah her the kindness it, yeah yep, yep um that the whole voice over you know yeah, yeah, yeah. telling you what the plant's all about that's what it reminded me of yeah it's definitely been done quite a few times yeah. in, in some other things i didn't think it was that bad for what they're going for here it it matches up with everything else we see in this episode so okay um, this episode was like, let's take anything that's ever happened science fiction, toss it into a 40-minute episode, and don't go anywhere with it. Yeah. So okay. I've, I learned yeah. a lesson. I'm going to stop getting my hopes up about things, because when they first arrive here, they come across these two Imperial droids, and yeah. I'm thinking something's up. Oh, yeah. And then they get in this oh, shuttle. The, we would the, be honored train. if you join us for dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they get in this shuttle thing, right. and they're, 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 they're whisked away somewhere, and, and they don't know where they're going. It's this is sketchy. not a request. Exactly. Yes. I mean, they were, already, they were already in, like, a tractor beam, like, you're being guided <clears throat> guided in the assigned path. Engaging automated guidance. Perfect. Like, oh, I guess we're going for a ride. And Grogu's Perfect like, setup. <laughs> a ride. And I'm thinking, yeah, yay, no. all right, here we go. Three episodes left, and we're finally going to get the big bad. No, 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 not at all. It's Jack Black. Nope. Yeah, come, so, have, come. So, so have we? Have we actually? Have we actually? I asked that question four Natural episodes Libre. ago. <laughs> who? Who is the big bad in this TV show? Natural uh, Libre. That's what I'm going with from now on. The, the, the big bad of season three of The Mandalorian is Natural Libre. Jack Black. Jack Black's. Jack Black's the bad guy in real life. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> Everything about his character in this show pissed me off. His it just his mannerism, the way that he acted, him being way over the top. He's scared of droids. The ridiculous beard they put on him is just no. That's his beard. That is no. That is actually his, his beard. No. It, it 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 is his real beard. That's yeah. That's that's what he looks like now. Ugh. I was actually waiting for skadoosh, and it never <laughs> happened. I know you're you're you focus on. Um, Kung Fu Panda. Kung. I, I know him from like everything else. So do I. But I was just the way he was talking, the way he was acting in this. I was waiting for that. Like you, the you way had he... kids that were like of age to you know care about Kung Fu Panda when it came out. So that makes sense. That, that would be ingrained. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, on top of that, I just shortly after that, I just while like, we were talking about this today, I watched Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, and he was fantastic in that <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Have you seen that movie, Will? Yes, I've watched both of them. Yes, it was. It was my first time watching it the other night, and it was hysterical. I liked it. I thought it was great. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. You're like no, no, they're okay. They're okay. <clears throat> they're okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, I do not like Kevin Hart. You, <laughs> I do not like that, him. Though. I do not like Kevin Hart at all. Everything about him bothers me. His style of comedy, I just I don't like him. 
Do you remember when he was just like a little side guy in the scary yes. movies? Yes. And that was it? Yes. Like, and that then was for it. like, it was, what, like, it three was him four? and um, Anthony, um, what's his name? I know who you're talking the, about. The one... I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the two of them. Like, they were kind of like the two guys. Yeah. Um, I know who you're talking Anthony about. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson, yes. Yeah. I like Anthony now, Anderson. Now he's like huge. I yeah, like Anthony. Great. I like Anthony he, Anderson. I do he, not he like Kevin Hart. Me, myself, and Irene. And like <laughs> a big thing about Kevin Hart that I don't like is for like for whatever reason for like a five year span he was everywhere. You could not do anything yeah. without seeing Kevin Hart. He was way oversaturated. Mm. For what yeah. reason? And well, it just it bothered me so much. Like that, he's not. Doesn't he funny. have Die Hart too coming out? Oh well, the only thing with the, what's what's annoying. He could be a better actor, but what he does, which is the same thing that Will Ferrell does to me, yes. is he takes everything over the top Yeah, versus just like being funny, like the Chris Rock style, because Chris Rock can almost do like the comedy, serious comedy, mm-hmm. over the top comedy, you know, satire comedy. He can go both Kevin ways. Hart just does that like psychotic type comedy, which is any, what Will Ferrell any- does. And it's obnoxious. Any comedian mm. worth their salt <clears throat> should be able to go back and forth. They should be able to dial it up or dial it down when needed. Comedians like Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell do not know how to do that. There is almost no filter at all to what they do. And it's so annoying. So I'm going to say something really quick just because we are talking about entertainment stuff. And you brought up Chris Rock. Now, did you guys watch any of his thing? I thought it was fantastic. Netflix, I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. It was, I, I thought it, it was fantastic. I remember fantastic. the part where, he's talk, where he says, like, you know, Will Smith is so much <laughs> bigger than me. And he's like, seriously, you'll never see me with my shirt off. If I do a movie where I'm getting open heart surgery, I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah. And I laughed. <laughs> but then I thought, I'm like, but wait, he was, like, totally naked in Dogma when he shows up. And I'm like, ah. The joke is ruined. Because, no, it's not because look yeah. at him in Dogman. He was a twig. I know, but it was, that's but what makes it funny, though. <laughs> I know, but he still had his shirt off. That's what makes it he funny. He was completely naked in the middle of a highway. <laughs> and then he takes Silent Bob's jacket. Remember? Yeah, it's just, he's like swimming in it. But that's what. But that's what <laughs> makes it funny because it's like, okay, we saw Chris Rock with no shirt on, and never again, please. But he did say like he's like you'll he's like you've ne- like I've never done it and you'll never see me in a movie with my shirt off and I'm like, eh. but 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 I, like the first thing I'm like, but yeah yeah he definitely showed up naked <laughs> in Dogma, so I don't know I I've, that that's what I wanted to ask I'm like does that kind of ruin a joke where it's like it's easily you know said no that never happened, I think he was just trying to make does, a point about it, Will Smith. I, I know, but I that's, feel like I feel like there's, there's a little bit of it that would have been so much funnier if there was more truth to that joke, you know? Just because it like it, it was so quick and easy for me to be like, that's not true. Okay, um, I, it was still funny. Okay, um, I do not believe for a second that Eddie Murphy went up to Mr. T in 1980 whatever and said the things that he said he said to him in Raw. I do <laughs> hey not boy. believe that for a second. <laughs> yes. Never happened. Look, Never happened. Jeans. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy would not had have had the gall to walk up to Mr. T like that. Never going to happen. No. So, no, it doesn't ruin a joke. Comedians embellish. I yeah, understand. I, I know. I, I know. I just I was like I was disappointed, just just slightly disappointed. I'm just like, oh, but I, I could I could, I called it out right away. But anyway. Yeah, no, that just a touch about Chris Rock for a second. I, I think it was he's justified for what he said and in, in the way he handled it. He's like, Listen, Absolutely. I, I he's like he even said he's like, I called him up to check in on him, he never got back to me. Like I was like actually concerned. It would be like, Hey man, how are you? And he's like, Nothing. And then this whole thing happens and it's just like 
yeah, dude, the guy was a jerk, and then he went ahead and slapped me in front of a bunch of people. It's like that's messed up. He's a jerk. I don't think well, I don't. I, for, I don't think I don't think there is a line that can cross when you're talking about comedy. I mean, you can even go back to the '70s where Carlin and Pryor made fun of each other for having a heart attack, having a stroke, having a heart attack, and burning up. They both gave it to each other very equally on stage in front of enormous audiences. Neither one of them took it personal because it's that it's the job. It's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So well, somebody somebody else had. I saw another angle of the whole thing. Where as soon as Will went up and and slapped Chris Rock, Jada started laughing hysterically. <laughs> she like I, threw her head back and she's like, "Ha ha ha! ha I, I like, this is great." I I believe it. Everyone yeah. thought it was scripted at first. Yeah, right. No, but the reality no. was, like, he said the joke. We cut to Will Smith laughing, like actually laughing, because it was funny. It was funny. I mean, it was a funny joke. It was a funny joke. It was really quick. And then as soon as she looked at him and it's like, that's messed up, that's when he's like, mm. order 66, good soldiers follow orders, gets up and then smacks him. And then she laughs. And then it's like, great, now he's going to get in trouble while I sit here and even do whatever. The, even, like, oh, even, well. when you look, even when you look at the whole thing in contest, I think there was something afterwards that came out. Like Chris Rock, I don't know if this is true, but Chris Rock probably didn't even know that she was sick. And it's the reason why she was bald. So even still, and if he did know, I don't think he would have made a joke like that. Well, no, he did know, and the thing was, oh, she actually know. talked about it. She, oh, so she well, was there you actually go. going out. She was online, like talking about her alopecia. Oh, and then, you know, okay. And then, she, and she was making her own jokes about it, and she was like being open and saying, she... "You know what? I like okay, this. Fine. I don't mind this. I could wear wigs, but I'm not going to because here's who I am right now." And she I... was like, "Yeah." So she was just going off on how she was fine, but it's it's the same thing as um. The the naked baby on the Nevermind album who for like years I, that, he would like come okay. out like book signings stuff no, and then suddenly he's been, he didn't like it. He's been trying to get money for years. He had like an art show that he wanted oh, yeah. Dave Grohl to fund <laughs> or whatever and he just refused to do it and then all of a sudden the lawsuit happened about CP. Right, right. Come on, dude. Like, really, really. That's what I'm saying. You were fine. It's the same you thing. Re- it's just... You reenacted the shot for what the ten or twenty year anniversary of that album. Like, you redid mm-hmm. it over again. Yep. You were fine with it, and then you go and you ask Dave yep. Grohl for money to for your art project. Yeah. He says no, and then all of a sudden, oh well, I'm suing you and Chris Novoselic. Like, now get the. F- <laughs> yeah, good. I knew that would that would uh, trigger a little hot button there. <laughs> I love how talking about Chris Rock and. All these things is actually more entertaining, more than interesting about than talking about Mandalorian. Yes, this, yeah, so, absolutely. Anyway, the doors open up, and oh, see, it, it was like we'd be honored if you joined us for dinner. It really was set up just like that. I didn't even realize that until this very moment. Droids are there. What's going to happen? What are we about to walk into? Doors open. Suddenly, it's come. It's a party. <laughs> I hope you like secretions. <laughs> Take a little sip, sip. Come on. And he comes in, and you're like. What? Like, I, as soon as I heard the voice, I'm like, why is Jack Black in the show? <laughs> like, what are they going to do with this? And then you see him, and I'm like, yeah, it's just Jack Black. So bad. Uh, he looks like my cousin, which is so funny, because my cousin just, like, grows his beard out. And I'm like, all right, and that's just him. You know, little dude. And... You know who I'm talking about, Chris. Yes, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he must be a Chris. Yeah. All right, so anyway. Um, he doesn't listen. If he is, hey, shout out. Anyway. So you find out that he's ex-imperial. He's Captain Bombardier. That's who he is. Uh, Ex-imperial. Yeah. (laughs) Bombardier. Bombardier. There is. I'm sorry. When you look at when you look at Jack Black, 
Nothing about him says ex-imperial. Imperial? Nothing. No, not nothing at all. at all. No. What? Nope. I can't see that at all. But he's okay. one of the guys that would have been Lord. Sure. He was the Sith Lord. He was, he's really Darth Plagueis. <laughs> he was the man Darth behind the man in the, the curtain. No. Mm-hmm. Like he would have been one of the guys that blew up on the Death Star, just an innocent bystander that we talked about from yeah, Clark. He was the That's second what... gunman on the grassy knoll. He was he was the man <laughs> the man with one arm. What was that? <laughs> what was that joke you said today about the Sith Lord? <laughs> Oh, um, the the Sith. Which Sith, what Sith Lord is it that doesn't doesn't kill you, but only um, only immobilizes you? <laughs> Paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Darth Paralysis. <laughs> no, Paralysis. Paralysis. No, Paralysis. 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 Dark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's dumb. So it's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, it's dumb. No, no, Continue. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> okay. No. So anyway, coming to party, ex-imperial. He fell in love with the princess when he was brought down to that planet to, you know, work or whatever. And now they're happily married, and she's the duchess. He's the duke. I'm assuming, you know that. That's that's where who, we're at. Who do we want to be Jack Black's wife in The Mandalorian? Well, of course, Lizzo. Who else? Lizzo. Because we couldn't get anybody else. It would have been. Would it be interesting if they got Gwyneth Paltrow? No. Wow. <laughs> no. I would have used a no name. Yeah. It could have been. Well, I mean, to me, she was. I would have used a no like, name. Okay. I, I didn't. I don't know anything about this person. So I was like, Lizzo. Okay, I would have. I, She's I, used one thing to make herself famous. Her weight. Her weight. Yeah, that's. I heard that today or yesterday. But the thing is, though, is it's that it's it's one of those things where it's like, why? Eh. What? Oh, because it's Lizzo. You could use anybody else for this role. Anybody else. You could have just picked anybody else off the street. Moose could have played this game. Could have played this role better. Moose. What is that? <laughs> Moose. <laughs> so that's a that's that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question because Chuck and I were wondering about this a couple of weeks ago when you weren't here, Lee. You said that you got like yeah. twenty minutes into Fanatic and you just had to stop. I'm curious, what was Why? it that made you turn it off? I just have to know. Well, the the question is this: I didn't plan on investing in watching a movie that night. I'm like, let me just get a taste of what you guys watched. And you have to finish it. I, maybe someday. It's just it was not it's, on my top list of priorities. You know, I just want. I'm up just, there with I, just, they live. I just need to know the moment when you said, "And I'm done." It. I. I don't know. Eleven thirty p.m. That's the best I can tell. No, you. the moment in the movie. I know. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. It was, it what was, was the moment? It. it was midnight. <laughs> I think it was after he like went to his house and you know. Got punched in the face or whatever happened. Oh, no, no, when he when he like stabbed him in the chest with the sharpie. <laughs> no, when he punched the when he punched the maid and and she fell over. And no, he didn't see that. He didn't, no, see, didn't that. see that. That happened oh. way later. <laughs> no. Oh, you got a bloody nose. <laughs> okay. yeah, I got. I, when he, I get a bloody nose, so he, I, he, I use... he has he has he has a really weird parasocial relationship in the movie with a a famous person, and he goes to this person's house, and the maid is like freaking out, trying to get him to leave. 
So he yeah, punches the maid, I get and, that. She, and she falls backwards she and hits her head on a fountain, and she dies. And the only thing he can do is go, you got a bloody He's nose. I, I had one no, of those once. <laughs> I just take paper towels and stick it up my nose. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> the, oh, mo- the, mo- the movie is... So you know, remember they live, how there's... There's the three acts, and none yeah. of them really connect. No. This one doesn't... had three acts, and the first two were, like, somewhat succinct. Yeah. And then the third act happens, and you're like, huh? <laughs> and it's all because this And it's all because the security guard tells him to stand up for himself. Uh-huh. So he does. Gives him a good yeah. pep talk. And he's, <clears throat> uh-huh. I'm going to rip off your head and throw it in the street, and people are going to drive over, and I'm just going to sit there and watch and all that. Like Freddy Krueger. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he's a big horror fan. All right, anyway. <clears throat> Here we go. It's fantastic. It's it's fantastic. What was, it, what was the show that he liked? Moon Zombies or something? <laughs> what? No show. I don't know. Whatever Whatever the... the he just the, liked um, the movie star. The he just he just liked the movie star. That's uh, it. That's the whole thing. Okay. He just, he, so anyway, we've continue. got... Continue. We've got Lizzo and Jack Black. Yeah. And she looks over there. Ooh, can I hold the baby? And he's like, he doesn't. And I'm, I'm thinking about it. He's like, he doesn't take kindly to strangers. And she just sits there and goes like, "Yay, little baby!" And of course, Grogu, wee, just jumps over the table well, and into well, her no, arms. Well, no, she, she, she drinks some food. food. She had some food, like she was beckoning a dog. Yeah, yeah. she's like, yeah. And he like does his flip. Yeah. And he does his flip. Yeah. And can I, barely, and I knew can that, barely like, walk. Can barely walk. Can barely walk. But can flip legs. all over the place. I'm just saying. That's what DT is short for. So I have a question for you that you just said that. So the the, the movie E.T., it's titled E.T., The Uh Extraterrestrial. Uh Yes. Then you have AI, Artificial Intelligence. Uh Yes. (laughs) Why are they self-naming? But they were were semicolon, though, weren't they? No, it's just E.T., The Extraterrestrial. E.T., semicolon, The Extraterrestrial. Correct. No, it's yes. just yes. I am almost positive. <clears throat> and then AI, artificial intelligence. Oh, sorry, it's E dot T dot the extraterrestrial. Well, right. still so dot. The, well, no, it's E T. It's E dot T dot, as yeah. in it's abbreviated. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the extra. So it's like the extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial. But, the, but they call him E T. They didn't call him extraterrestrial. They just called him E T because it meant that. So I can. I can forgive that. Well, so AI, a, artificial a, a, intelligence. Well, no, it's it's actually A dot I dot hyphen. Hyphen. <laughs> well, there you go. So. Yeah. It's like self. His name just... was an AI. <laughs> anyway. Listen, listen. Movie titles don't always have to make sense. No. Sure. We're reviewing a movie called The Last Crusade tonight. That title yeah. makes no sense. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Why? We'll get there. Crusade? Huh? We'll get there. All right. So, um, (laughs) Grogu jumps into her arms. Yes, he does. Now I'm I'm interested. (laughs) They explain. So then they basically explain to them, we can't have a military. We have privateers staying here instead. And, you know, we use them as protection, but that we can't have them, you know, these droids are malfunctioning. Our droids are malfunctioning. We think it's coordinated. Um, they were all reprogrammed for peace. It, you know, we guaranteed it all worked. So what's going on? Well, Order sixty-eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so hang on. So they hired these Mandalorian for protection. 
and the droids are running amok. The security, the Mandalorian aren't allowed within city limits. Right. Why? Because. Well, because he's ex-imperial, so they can't have anybody, any type of armed force in the city limits. However, they're not. Mandalorian that live on that planet, right? Yeah. However. They're living there. However, this planet (coughs) is not. That's what they're getting. Like, you can live here as long as you protect us. From where, you know, in a way that you can. From what I understand, this is the Outer Rim, and this planet isn't exactly under the protection of the Republic. Right. I know. So who is enforcing that? Exactly. Who's enforcing this? Lizzo. I think who's enforcing <laughs> that is the Democratic... No, the, Demo- the Democrats, their, their government, their internal government. Their own internal government. Lizzo. Lizzo. Well, she could just the, very easily turn all. around and say, you know what... Do what you need but to do. But what's the fairness there? I, I think it's just a matter of fairness. This makes no sense. I know. I, it doesn't. But I'm trying to give you some kind of answer. But so they're so we're getting these droids are power cycling. There's traffic accidents. There's assault. You know, there there's one scene where a droid just tossing garbage everywhere. Yep. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. He, he has had enough. <laughs> um, but that's. I love no the one. I love the one that's like. The taxi and it just drives into a yeah. wall. That's just right into the wall. <laughs> Why? I like the one with the the one with all the knives, and then it goes away because they don't want you to actually see him like chopping, chopping people, people up. <laughs> that was awesome. So yeah, I mean, so that's when we start seeing stuff. We see it later on. Um, you find out the whole point here is that Jack Black, Captain Bombardier, um, the Duke, Captain. Um, he explains. Well, he's the he ex Captain, but now he's you a Duke, look at Jack Black. Captain. Captain. But the Duke? He's the Duke. I don't see oh Duke gosh. either. He's Duke. Huh. Anyway, so he basically says, well, weaponry and armor is intrinsic to your culture. Therefore, you know, that's something that we can we can bypass. So we need you to help us with this. They're like, we're not hired guns like these people out there. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I just want... I just want to bridge the gap between our, you know planets and stuff like that she's like well there's no mandalore he's like yeah well i heard you wanted to get it back so so what was the purpose of this and why didn't din and bokatan just turn around and leave because they wanted to talk to the privateers yeah but they could have just gone and talked to the privateers they didn't need this didn't need to happen well they were shoved in they i, I know but none they, of this yeah, needed they, to they happen shoved in that they were shoved in that tube and they got brought there and then doors open Pew, yeah, pew, I, I pew. guess they could have broken out, but they were. Yes. Yeah, they, I know, but they were just going along for the ride. And here's it the thing: like it so, was actually dangerous. So yeah. The law, the law prohibits them from having their hired security come and take care of this problem. But two randos uh-huh. show up. Not a problem at all. Go do what you got to do, buddy. Right. Yep, didn't make any sense. Zero. Nope. Okay. Okay. So. We find out here that Christopher Lloyd, uh, who's uh, what was he, Commander Hellgate, Commissioner Hellgate. Um, what a name! <laughs> what a name! Um, I'm sorry, they casted this entire episode horribly. I don't care if they use cameos mm-hmm. and these these big names, but none of their characters fit their role. I agree with Chuck. Yeah. I would have chose nobody's. I would have chosen nobodies for all yeah. of these roles. Yeah. They just they just had to throw it in, I guess. Whatever. 
Like when when Christopher Lloyd <laughs> played the head Klingon in Star Trek, mm-hmm. like he was fantastic. Well, he was also like thirty years younger. I don't care. <laughs> he still was, he was not eighty four. That, that that actually kind of matters. If Christopher Lloyd was like thirty thirty five years younger, and they threw him in this, okay, okay. He probably would have gotten a bigger role. He probably would have. He probably yeah. would have been somebody a lot more important than just a senile old man with his hand on the button. Yeah, remember that red button? Push it. <laughs> Push the red button. So anyway, <coughs> um, he's talking about it. You see that he's overseeing the droids. He's sitting in a room, a control room, mm-hmm. has all the like all these videos. That's where he starts showing the droid workers the the malfunctions. And um, one of them is definitely the hibachi, <laughs> the, the hibachi droid with all the knives. And then it, it just okay. General, General Grievous's. Now, didn't we see this droid before in Boba Fett? Probably. W- wasn't this in that episode um, where there, he's Tom and Jerrying in the kitchen? No, that was a different one. No. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. There wasn't not. another one in there that had blades. No, no, because they was... were in a kitchen. No. no. Oh, so it was. So here's so here's my question. They they're they're going on this detective mission. This this this. This detective mission to figure out who's who's tampering with the droids, uh-huh. and it takes them thirteen and a half seconds to figure this out. <laughs> they look into one thing. They they investigate one thing and they figure it out. Yeah. And it took them thirteen and a half seconds to figure this out. Thirteen and a half minutes, you mean? Seconds. How? Because they watched the video, they <laughs> zoomed in on the piece, and they went, "Oh, it's him! It's Christopher Lloyd." Took them ten seconds. Video, what? Yeah. Zoomed in on a piece. Yeah, and they saw the, the they saw the lettering on that. No, th- you're jumping way too far ahead, and there was no video anywhere. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. They have they they have. Well, it's not video. They actually have the piece of whatever it is. They zoom in and see his name. It took thirteen. Yeah, seconds. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a it's not a video. It took them thirteen seconds to figure. Like, yeah, once they once they figured out what to check. Yeah, they had to look into stuff. There's there's more to it. What did they? They didn't check but, anything. We'll let's get kick, there. Then. Let's kick a droid. He kicked the droid that attacked and attacked him. Okay, let's get there. Um, okay, so the whole point is the Hibachi blades. Okay, they so Din's just like, I mean Din. Well, Bo-Katan's just like turn them all off. What? Just why don't you just turn them all off? All oh, the citizens wouldn't know how to live without them. This was you the know. Matrix. This oh, was yes. the Matrix. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the water supply. Mm-hmm. This is the whole the whole when he's talking to the governor down yeah, yeah, yeah. in Zion. This mm-hmm. is the whole water supply conversation. Yeah. We need the machines, and the machines need us. And if we turn, it's funny that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So basically, he says you need to go speak to the Ugnots. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. That's so first. The Ugnots. Yes, for they have spoken. Um, so I I like that they brought this back because showing it's showing that Din is building up his 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 skills. Like, the things that he's done in his past, it's paying off in the future when he's doing other things. So, so far, step one is talk to the, the main guy of, who's in charge of the droids. Okay, then talk to the people who have been, you know, repairing and fixing and basically making these droids, reprogramming them and whatnot. So, they go down. So, this is step two. Um, so, so far, we're on two steps. Not just, like, they look at a video and that's the answer. Um, they go down, talk to the Ugnaughts. They do not even bat an eye. They don't listen to anything Bo-Katan says. 
So then he starts, so Din starts talking, blah, 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 I'm here, I'm a friend of Ugnot Quill. And then I have spoken. And they all, mm? ears perk up, turn, look at him, let's have a talk. Okay. They say, it's not a malfunction. It sounds like the Bo-Katan is basically just saying, yeah, no, these droids that you built and you fixed up, they're malfunctioning. So what's with them? Like, what are we going to do? They're taking offense to it because... I guess Ugnaughts are so much more intelligent than we've ever seen them before. You know, once they introduce Queel, then that's when we were getting an, another understanding of what how they're all like. Okay. I have spoken. This is not the case. I have spoken. Here are the locations for the droids you speak of. Okay. Perfect. Bo-Katan was insulting them is all we kind of got out of it. And we needed to have Din there. So, um... These are not the could... droids you're looking for. Yeah. So... <laughs> The interesting thing about this, um, <laughs> I thought about it more, and the way that they were doing this is obviously Bo-Katan has her, her skills that are helpful for what their missions are, and Din has his skills that are helpful. So the two of them are working really well together. The other thing, if we go back to that episode where she was going to rescue, going, when she rescued him. What are her skills? She's a really good fighter. That's it. Is she? Yeah. That's she's it. Pretty, she's That's pretty it, good. mildly. She failed. Yeah. She failed this entire episode. Yeah. Din is the one who succeeded and made everything possible. Okay. Aside from this episode, who else does she fight? She she fought what? She fought the dude at the end and twice got him in a position to where he could Aside yield. Aside from this episode. Uh-huh. Who else does she fight in this season? The thing that was trying to kill him and there's the that. The thing? She attacked him with the dark saber. Twice, and that was in the real fight. Yep, and then there were the, the things on the way down. That were hiding above the roof? That yeah. she shot down before they even fought? No, that wasn't fighting. No, there was fighting after that. Oh. She it, shot a couple down, they pew, came pew. down, then she fought them. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah. She, she doesn't have many skills. She's, a, she's an okay fighter. Yeah. Eh. She's a better fighter than Din. Uh, we're never gonna know because they're not gonna fight <laughs> right right they, they copped out yeah yeah anyway really hard so here's the thing that they're, that they're showing here now that scene where she's where they're walking down and he says this is the way and then grogu's looking at her she goes what are you looking at they're they're pushing they're pushing like a hard romantic thing between the two of them it's not just like i mean Yes, I, I know it seems like way off, but if you think about it, signs are kind of pointed to that. It's not as clear and obvious as the other one. This is oh this my is, god! This is this is looser than Mama's boy. Way looser than Mama's um, boy. It's not. Oh, what was that look for? And what are you looking at? That what was that was about? All, I, I, I know my she was theory. she was she was she was like, how did you do that? And basically, I was trying to figure this out, and I couldn't, and you did. And she was I think she was more jealous than anything else at that point. Mm. But I was listening, because I wasn't here last week. I was listening to your podcast, and you made, you're up a good point. Even if this thing, even if this does go somewhere, um, if they can't, I, I, I agree with you, if they can't take their masks off. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can. She can. She can. She can. She can walk in He can't. <laughs> I yeah. just so all I can think of is like a curtain. No, all, all I can think of is Sandra Bullock and um and uh the three seashells. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Devil and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's, it's virtual reality. It's the most awkward so thing in the world. That's the most. I bet the, you. The, just I bet the you. Visual, the visual of Stallone with a thing on his head and just closing his eyes, going like, and just doing that over and over for like the what couple of minutes that that scene was going on for is like, that is the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever seen Stallone do. See, but in this in this TV show though, what's great is they're already wearing their masks, and virtual reality is built into their mask. Maybe. You know, so. If they can pressurize, if they can if pressurize, they can pressurize their pressurize mask, them. they can just turn on virtual reality too. <laughs> I okay, uh -huh. okay. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, I don't see the love interest here that you're seeing. The the, the scene where it's you know, very very, it's, it's the, very very hidden. I don't think it's no, it's, I don't think it's hidden at all. I think the scene that you're talking about where he where she looks at Grogu, what are you looking at? That whole thing was basically about her being jealous that Din found what he was looking for and like a way back with the Mandalorian. That's what that look was about. That's not a love interest. I don't think that's a love interest there at all. Eh. Okay. I, I don't think there's a love interest whatsoever. Well, <clears throat> I mean, we'll see. I bet you two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about that much. I'm just saying it's a very, 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 very small theory that you know could hold some water. Because at this point, we don't know where it's going. Because neither do the producers. So. I mean, it could happen, and they could just be like, "Oh yeah, couldn't, don't you remember when she she gave that look? Oh yeah, uh, okay, I guess I'll accept it." So Saying. they've so, done weirder things. So if they do that, and they rule Mandalore as king and queen, eh? Well, you heard about season four, right? Of They're what? introducing Kang the Conqueror. Oh yeah, are they? <laughs> season four of the Mandalore. <laughs> are they going to kill him? Spoiler warning. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. We're doing that next yeah. week. Yeah. No. Yes, we are. <laughs> How do we get to the quantum zone? Uh, We're doing that. Work? We are doing that Let's next week. Let's go home. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about what we're doing next week. <laughs> um, battle Wait, droids full stop, are Full stop. Why? I might not be around. So I, I, I'm working in Florida. So we'll okay. talk. Um, battle droids working at a shipping yard. And there's the... Uh, Roger Roger droid. I don't know what else to call him at this point. Roger um, Roger. He's there, like, um, what are you doing? Like, and, and it's it's. I don't. I, I never liked those droids because what was it like? Ah, oh, what's this? That does not compute. Ah, uh, you're under arrest. Like, they're the, the the constant like, not really assured, like sure of themselves. <laughs> it's just very off for a droid when they're always like ah uh, this and ah uh, that. It it almost sounds like. They're Norm McDonald trying to come up with an excuse. Like that's their response all the time. They're like, um, it's kind of like a yeah, yeah, that's it. Like that's kind of how they respond. <laughs> Norm, Norm McDonald's good at doing that though. Well, yeah. I mean, he's bad at doing it, but that's what makes it funny. Because he's like, um, no, nah, I was talking to that other guy who's not you. Nah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> like kind of, kind of like, kind of like how Jerry Seinfeld isn't funny, but that's what makes him funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because his stand-up in his TV show really isn't funny. Well, I mean, some of it's I'm funny. sorry. I'm sorry. His TV show isn't funny? No, no, no. I said the stand-up in his TV show. You said the stand-up and the TV show. You said stand-up and the show. Oh. I said the stand-up in his TV show isn't funny. No, that's more of a Oh, okay. 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 When he's doing his stand-up part at the beginning and the end. Oh, no. The jokes oh, no. aren't funny. 
So he's basically trying to mess with these droids to see what's going on because he got the information from the um, the Ugnaughts. And they say, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, why wouldn't you do that, mess with them? He's like, well, because their base function was warfare. So he's like, okay. So we start kicking the droids as they're walking by to see how they respond. Great idea. This goes full iRobot. Yes. This entire scene was full iRobot. That scene where they're all standing there. And then, you know, he, like, says one thing and the one freaks out. Well, he kicks one. This one turns around and just smacks him in the face. I kind of don't blame like, the droid. I, I, I mean, No, I don't either. I don't blame the droid at all. Either. I blame Din but for being this dumb. But then the droid looks at it. The droid doesn't fight it. The droid doesn't fight back. It runs away. And yeah. that's what makes this iRobot. No. It's so, very <clears> different. <throat> this goes back to my one question about what George Lucas was doing with the droids in this Star Wars universe. Why do droids have emotions? They're robots. Uh-huh. What made iRobot work was the doctor implanted emotion protocol into right. the robot. Uh-huh. Not, it's not like in Rogue One where, um, what's his name? The Imperial droid that is working K2 with K2SO. K2SO. Yeah. Where they gave it a personality on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Because he was re because he was redone or whatever you want to call it. Every droid, it's like in Return of the Jedi when the trash can droid's having his feet burnt. The gonk droid. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it screaming? And why is the steam coming out of the we- the weapon and not? <laughs> I-, I-, I don't understand. Well, why is it screaming in pain? Why is it screaming no, in pain? No, 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 no. Ah! You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's a droid. It's a robot. Kick yeah, it and, all and you since want. When and it do should gonk just droids st- make any other sound but gonk? When it's getting its feet burnt. I guess Because so. it's being tortured. Yeah. And like when C-3PO, when he's like the last protocol droid, and you see yeah. him like fried in Rip, the corner, yeah. and C-3PO is like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, like, what was George Lucas thinking? And let's just give all these robots emotion. So now, mm-hmm. 40 years later... Din's kicking an Imperial droid, and it freaks out, and you hurt my feelings, and I'm going to smack you and then run away. I'm mm-hmm. going to defend I'm going to defend this. Why? I'm going to defend this, because it, this makes sense, and I, 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 this works. If you just make <coughs> a movie with mindless robots, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Things become so easy. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want to it about it. It doesn't matter. They're mindless. They're robots. And you're not going to be able to form any kind of a, a, a real connection with them. And loosely the characters because everything's all willy-nilly. In Star Wars, giving C-3PO, giving R2-D2 emotions and making them like characters like that to think that you can depend on and the characters can depend on makes things a lot more interesting. If they were just mindless, yeah. it would have been kind of boring. Yeah. And that's what made that's what made them the the comic relief is that they had these emotions sure. that were like human humanistic, but they were still clearly droids. So, yeah, sure. I, I get it. It just it, it was strange to me that this battle droid just ran away. <coughs> it was he scared. Got, he got kicked, and then smacked him, and then ran away. Yeah, it was scared. It was scared. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's why Dave Chappelle kept hitting people with lamps and screwed. So, okay, whatever. He was scared. So, battle droids work at the shipyard, kicks him, runs off, runs through the city. 
Um, one part I thought was really cool was when man was when Din just like ran through a room and jumped right out through the window and just like dove right at him. It looked sick. Yeah, I was kind of impressed that he came in at that angle and just like totally knocked it down. Pops up, two shots from Bo-Katan, and the thing's done. These four little hover droids come out. This is a crime scene. Please stay back. And it puts up, like, the yellow, you know, do not cross tape. I was like, that's kind of cool, the police tape there. Um, But it was, like, holographic. Um, They find a spark pad for the resistor, which is a droid bar. A droid bar. This was dumb. Really? Oh. So I was really expecting, as they go to this, this resistor, they're like, we don't serve your kind here, which would have made a lot more sense. But instead, no, these droids are more welcoming than humans. Sure. Um, it's a droid bar. Droids have bars. Mm-hmm. Well, now I do remember. I do remember. In, my android has four bars right now. Congratulations. I think it was in Rebels. Was it Rebels or Clone Wars? Clone Wars. There was an episode where. Um, C-3PO and R2-D2 get sent to, like, a kind of like a spa for droids. But it was more like, you know, like the oil bath and things like that. Like, they would do, like, a um, like a software update if anything was needed, like, checking on that. Diagnostics, they would clean them up and then give them, like, an oil bath and all these great things. But they go there, and then C-3PO gets captured by the wrong guy. R2-D2 has a great time and gets all cleaned up, and C-3PO is like a mess. Or I think it was that the other way around. Either way, one of them got messed up, and the other one got to have a nice spa day. So it's we've got droid spas and droid bars. What else are they going to introduce? Well, at least they come up with droids. a reason why they need the bar. <clears throat> Uh-huh. Like, it gives a reason. It's not just something that's like, here you go, and we're going to forget all about it like most of the season. No, they actually, like, spend the time and give right. a reason why they I need just, to be in the bar. I just think it's funny. But this this goes again back to the whole emotional thing. Like, these droids are on their own going into a droid bar. It's an establishment for droids. So they come in, and, you know, they they drink whatever this is that we find out later. Oil. What it is. Yeah, it's it's a type it's of oil. oil and it's, very, it's a very specific type of oil. So... Um, he goes, runs there, droid bar. They arrive at the place, and every single droid just turns and stares at them. And I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense, because why would a human be walking into a droid bar unless they were there for maintenance, you know? But they would have maintenance droids work on the other droids. But who who maintains the maintenance droids? I guess the next maintenance droid. I don't know. So that's how things are. Well, anyway, the ma- In theory, go- the maintenance droid could take care of itself. Maintain himself? Yeah. I guess so, unless its arms were busted. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm just, I just think it's – I'm trying to understand the whole droid thing here. So um, they arrive, and the place shuts down. He starts talking to the bartender, and because Din still doesn't like droids, and I think he's still kind of, like, butthurt about the about R5 that just, like, gave his location away and all the other Mandalorians. Where has R5 been since that episode? He went with Teva, I think. I think he, like, went back with Teva. Either that or he's still with – the um, that's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> he was in his ship. It yeah. was in his ship. Mm-hmm. When well, I think it was. Yeah, R five hasn't had a lot of screen time, and I don't think they built enough of a relationship for him to have to be around. <laughs> what they made this big thing of I eighty eight that went nowhere. <laughs> then they brought back R five, and that went nowhere. Then IG eleven. <clears throat> Yeah, that I was my that, question. Yeah. That was my whole question. Like, you you began yeah. this you began this season 
IG-11. Like, your mind was uh-huh. fixated on IG-11, and uh-huh. we've done a complete 180, and now you just don't care about joids all over again. Yeah. So, yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, boy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. The I, last I heard was that's the, all. the Enzelin's like, yes, you find memory card. We fix Where's the memory card? <laughs> yeah. Nobody forget? cares anymore because why Why does he need that? He doesn't need that. <laughs> okay. So he starts, like, interrogating, you know, like, threatening this droid bartender. Answer or I'll rip out your memory circuit. And as he says that, all of a sudden, this shiny, shiny blue C three P or protocol droid starts to like walk away. And he goes, "Nobody leaves." And it just, just like C three P O stops, turns, looks confused, and goes, oh, "Okay." And then kind of slowly walks back to the chair. All right, whatever. We we as Bo Katan and Din are arguing back and forth. This droid comes back with, "We actually want to help." And he goes, "Oh, we want to rip out your hearing circuits too." Like, come on, you're, you're interrupting. It was <coughs> this was such out of an episode of a cop drama. Like this whole thing, yeah. every single bit of this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I hate it. I do. I, I I didn't think it was bad seeing seeing another type of story being told in in Star Wars. But this was up there with. This was up there with. Darth Vader and the Emperor going on vacation in the Lego Star Wars <laughs> holiday special. It was dumb. Did you ever see okay. made, Did you ever see <clears throat> Robot Chicken's parody of Law and Order Absolutely. where they're all just chickens? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the judge? Oh, the judge. Yeah, Mur. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. I seen that, 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 oh, it is the best thing. It is the, the best thing, thing in the world. When we're that, done, there's when, no English dialogue. It's all just chickens, and when, you and you watch it like, yeah, that's what it's look. That's what every episode looks like. It's, it's an episode. On. It's an episode. A law and order condensed to five minutes of chickens. When we're done, when when we're done here, I'll send it to you. It's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. But anyways, anyway, that, that but so, that's what this was. This felt like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, that's accurate. Because it was just like it was a perfect parody of Law and Order yes. in, in itself. So anyway, oh. we get this whole thing here about these robots. They don't want to be. Re- they're worried about being replaced by humans. Why do they care? <laughs> because they have well, emotions. Because they care. Because they have emotions. Now, what makes me laugh about this is the is the. <laughs> The, the employees at, like, a Walmart right now that are concerned that they're going to have all these sec- self-checkouts and they're going to be replaced by self-checkouts or, you know, or robots. Like, we're worried about being replaced by robots, and these droids <laughs> are being are worried about being replaced by humans. That makes me laugh. Um, but I, I love here how he, he gets into something, and it kind of gives you a new perspective on droids, and I, didn't, I, did, not, I did not not appreciate it. Um, droids here are given a second chance. Human life is so short. They don't ask much of us, and they created us, so it's honestly the least we could do. This is honestly, like, this is honestly part of the reason why I'm, like, pushing this whole podcast thing as hard as I am and a little anal about it. I work in warehouses. Eventually, my job is going to be replaced. I'm not long yeah. for it. I mean, so yeah. I, I got to I gotta figure something else out, man. This, this was, well, it's, I, it, they're right. They're, I mean, come on. And they're emotional yeah. about it. Yeah. Chuck, they're emotional told, about I it. I told you that there would be a job up here if you just moved up here. Well. Yep, they're emotional about it. Yep, they are. Lots of droid emotions. Yep. Anyway. They're so emoting. They, so they go back. They go in the back. 
and they start talking to the droid bartender here. They get some information. What they're drinking is they're all drinking something called Nepenthe. Yes. And what it is, it's a viscous lubricant that protects against mechanical wear and provides program refreshing particles. A.K.A. oil. Oil. (laughs) Program refreshing particles. Oil. Oil. Hang on. It's oil. And Chuck, you play the Metal Gear Solid series, nanomachines. It, it's it's yeah. it's it's oil yeah. and nano Nano machines are basically little microscopic robots that make you do awesome things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's 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 yeah. GI Joe. Yeah, no, I I get it, and that's what they're getting at here. I get it. The we nanobites. find out we find well, Captain America. We don't even understand what's inside there. Is that we, later on we find out there's nanobots in it? There's nanobots. Yeah, um, but. Robot goes through, says, "Oh, look! All these ones you're talking about—they all drank from the same batch of Nepenthe." Of okay, they did. So, they go back to a lab with this robot. They extract the Nepenthe, mm. and they they extract it with a Medroid. I actually really appreciated this because it's it seemed it it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Like I forgot for a moment that they used a Medroid to extract it, and I'm just like, "What? Oh, well, that makes sense." Um, he extracts it. They're like, oh, man. So I wonder if this if this stuff is still active. And as soon as they say that, the Medroid tr- tweaks out and tries killing them with lasers. <laughs> so Din pulls out the Darksaber, chops it in half. Yup, still active. They look and they realize that the, su- the subparticles are actually nanodroids and that there is writing when they zoom in. Now, we've gone through multiple steps here. It's not 13 seconds. It's been multiple steps to get to this point. Yes, they followed one lead, and it worked out for them, but that's how it works. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In every episode of Law and Order. <laughs> so, anyway, uh-huh. they look at the writing. It's a chain code, and they find out it was requisitioned by the security office, which is not only not normal, but illegal. Sure. Ah, ordered by an, by an individual. This individual is Commissioner Hellgate. Of course it is. Of course it is. As if you didn't understand that when you first saw his character introduced. What's up with this guy? I don't trust him. Like an episode I, of Law and Order. Like, yeah, and he's just like, he's like, they wouldn't survive. It's like, so if you realize that people are dying, your first thought would be like, well, I guess we'll have to figure out a way to shut these down. No. He's just like, no, we have to keep them going. And it makes perfect sense. We find out here that did either know, of you ever see the movie he... Wally? Yes. No, I refuse. Dude, wow. Wally is amazing. You refuse? You've never seen it? Yeah, I refuse. I'm surprised. It's really, really good. It's it's a fantastic film. Didn't they make a yeah. second one? Like no. no. One? I thought they did. Wow. Anyway, why do you refuse to see Wally? I heard it was extremely boring. Uh, no. No? No, it was actually really, really good. Well. And, I mean. <laughs> well. I'm, I'm trying really, to, really I'm good. trying to think. There's a lot of. There are some really valid points in it that's like, yep, that's where this future is. It's very much like idiocracy. And that's yes. like, this could be our yes. future. Yes. Imagine yeah. idiocracy, but with obesity instead of just being dumb. Yeah, they're all just really fat. They they and they're the human race. Little hover, the hover human chairs. race just gets it just ridiculously fat, and they completely rely on robots for to do everything. 
everything. They 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 look like remember the South Park episode, the World of Warcraft, when the guys got like oh, the like, eh. that's oh. what they all look like. They they all look like that guy. Oh, mom. Yes, yeah, stop. That's why I was. <laughs> Ooh, what a big boy. Oh, my. Anyway. Oh, you made it even worse. <laughs> that is the most disgusting oh. thing in the world. And you had to. Do- you made no. What a big boy. You just had to go there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I hated South Park. Oh, I man, didn't. It was horrible. I didn't. I anyway. love South Park, but that was wow. There were some funny episodes, like the Michael Jackson one. Blanket. <laughs> like, that one's fantastic. When they do the whole <laughs> Matrix one, that one was pretty funny. Matrix at Walmart when Walmart was taking over. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Did you see the bicycle one? Yes. With the big, like oh, the circle. Yeah. They had to you, sit on it. You, and... you don't have to ride it like that, you know. You can just <laughs> do it this way. Oh. Okay. Or what was it? When they, when they, it must have been, when it they... must have I'm I'm sorry. It must have been like maybe two or three seasons ago when they had like an entire season arc of PC principle that was essential for like the time. It was ridiculous. It's perfect. Uh, it was perfect. Yeah. Well, that was the first TV show to use the S word as many times as they could. In I remember, yeah, I remember one that. Episode. Yeah, I remember that. That's, that's around <clears> the time <throat> I stopped watching it. Um, I mean, that's yeah. I like. I wouldn't even pop into. But an the episode. one where they would eat from behind and then poop out their mouth. That was just, <laughs> it's like barrels near them. Like, oh. like, what are they thinking? Oh. Like, who thinks of this stuff? Like, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. What yes. goes on through their Very minds? So. so like, oh, what would happen if yeah. fill in the blank? Well, oh, yeah. anything. Well, no, but anything. I think the, they just the throw whole, darts. No, the whole, the whole eating from behind and pooping out the front thing, I think, weren't they making fun of um, the human caterpillar? No, that was another one. That was the that, okay. That so was they the, did uh, actually the like go centipad. like full on and do that. Okay. Oh no, the human centipede, <laughs> the sentai pad. Oh the, my god. No, the sentai pad. That was the one. It was an iPad with people connected to it. <laughs> okay, Kyle, do you want the vanilla paste <laughs> or the uh, the blowfish <laughs> or something like that? Vanilla paste. Okay, here comes the blowfish. I still go back. Was to it them. the people of? Was it the people uh, of South Park who did the um, uh, what was that movie? Basketball. No. Um, oh crap. They were all the puppets. Oh yeah, Team America. Team, Team America. America Police. Yeah. yeah. That was the that was South, something. That was people of South Park. Who yes. Did that, right? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, that yeah. was a horrible, 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 so, that was movie. A really bad movie. That was I'm such not sure a bad how movie. We got there. Not sure how we got there, but we were way, way off. It doesn't matter. So, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I maintain. About, I so maintain. These tangents are much more interesting up. than this show. <laughs> I, they I show concur. Up, they show up to arrest Hellgate, and he just realizes they got him, and he just everyone freeze. I have a failsafe here that will turn them all back into battle droids. And then you realize he's a separatist. Ah, that's a pejorative term. He goes, I support democracy. Dooku was a visionary, cut short by Jedi, and as soon as he's going into it, he just gets tased. (laughs) (laughs) And she just goes, I hate politics. (laughs) We bring bring it all back to Dooku. This is we bring it all back to separatists. This I is, thought it was interesting this, to hear about separatists again. This is the thing. This is the this yeah, is the point of Dooku the episode. We Lord. bring it all back to Count Dooku. He was, but he was a Sith Lord. I also want to back up a little bit and talk and, and just say something that did kind of make me chuckle a little bit. 
when the when the when the bartender droid starts going on about we want to help and blah blah blah, all the other droids in the establishment start like nodding and cheering and thing doing things in yeah. like absolute approval. I thought that yeah. was kind of funny. That was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was cute, but it was pointless. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to understand what they were doing. I didn't know if they were freaking out or if they were like excited. <laughs> they were excited. They were so. everybody was all in approval. You even have the one droid yeah. who was just like nodding yes very awkwardly. It was Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> if you looked really closely, it actually rubbed its ear and then sniffed it afterwards. Oh jeez. Okay. So <laughs> So we go back over here to Grogu who's helping the Duchess play some type of weird croquet game. Oh, John Travolta is a national treasure. I don't care. Oh, national <laughs> treasure. John Travolta is amazing. All right. So Grogu is helping the Duchess play a game, and she like got like the best score. They're all excited. He's just they're just doing it. You know, moving this little giant caterpillar thing that they're throwing around. Very. She got the best score because he used the force to control the ball. Exactly. So Hellgate's exposed. We get that line again that we got from. Um, uh, wow. Din. No, not from Din. The armorer. No. Jack Black. No. Lizzo. Oh no. C three PO. Getting it now, Cad Bane. Um, so he's like, you know, oh, so it's finally, oh, isn't that the quack they're calling the stiffling slimy? Like, the pot calling the kettle black term that they use here in Star Wars suddenly. Right. Like, it's a thing now. Um, so you find out that he hates Cap- Cap- Captain Bombardier and doesn't trust his leadership. That's why he's doing this. Even though he, you know, believes in, in that this country, he just doesn't trust in him. Okay. So he apologizes, perhaps someday I can earn such forgiveness from your grace. She's like, yeah, well, now you're going to be exiled on the moon of Paraquat. So, see you later. Fantastic. Um, so they get they get granted an audience with the privateers, they get the key of Plazir, and Grogu gets knighted. Oh. <laughs> Sir Grogu. <laughs> of Grogenstein. Um... <laughs> So, they show up. Why? Why? No idea. Why? No idea. When did swords become a thing in the Star Wars really? universe? What is this? A knight, he got knighted. So, he's a he's Jedi, knighted. he's a Mandalorian, and now he's knighted. He's a knight. And he's a knighted. He is the most accomplished character in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yep. <laughs> so Bo-Katan must. I am uh, fully. I am. Woves. I am. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> it got dark. Really dark. Bo-Katan must confront Axe Woves. Uh, come to reclaim. She's basically coming <gasps> to reclaim her fleet, and she wants to challenge him. So they get into this fight. I thought the fight was cool. I know you guys don't agree. Um, I thought the use of jetpacks and flamethrowers and the shield on her arm, like there were some pretty cool weapons that we got to see all used in this one moment. We got I missiles, agree. we've got shields. I do huh? agree with this. I think the fight was cool. I think the fight was cool. It was a great thing to look at and it was the chore- but, the choreography was fantastic through and through. It was pointless. Yeah. This fight should have been between her and Din. Yes. 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 <clears throat> but it wasn't. <clears throat> no. Because she loves him. Ye- no. 
<laughs> no. That's not why. No. I swear to God, if 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 this happens, but Mama's boy doesn't get lucky, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is Mama's boy is the bad guy. Ooh. The bad guy doesn't have that storyline. Yeah. Yes, he so, does. Anyway. Unless you're Maleficent. So they fight. Do you yield? No. Flips around a little bit. She gets him back down again. Do you yield? So... Why would we yield? You don't have the dark saber. Yeah, basically <laughs> saying you'll never be the true. Yeah, you'll never be the true leader of our people. You won't even take the dark saber from him. Actually, it is yours. Magically, you yes. didn't know it. I knew it the whole time. I just didn't want to tell you until now because oh, I just made it up. Well, it's like he tries to hand it to her again. She's like, "We already talked about this, dude." It's like, "Yeah, we all know, and we all don't understand what's going on here." Because it should have just gone to her in the first place. But anyway, Mandalorians are stronger together. And he's like, yeah, but this misguided zealot holds the blade. So that's irrelevant. He is every bit the Mandalorian that our ancestors were, is what she goes off at. Because he actually walks the way, the way that we used to walk and we should have walked. She's buying into this cult. Got it. So he should have She should have just turned around and been like, hey, I saw this guy get into the water. Did you? Yeah. Did any of yeah. you? Didn't think yeah. so. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Real simple. So, yeah. So, he tries to hand it to her. She goes, no, it's not a gift that, that can be given. He explains the whole thing about how she defeated the enemy that defeated him. Would this blade not then belong to her? No, nope. oh, it would. It would. And then, here you go. I've returned this blade to its rightful owner. So And she stands there, ignites the blade. <laughs> Stands there and credits. So, so because Discount Grievous, Discount Grievous beat him, <coughs> and she just simply went in and killed it and picked <laughs> it. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's this it. This is That's stupid. All she wrote. This is so stupid. Oh yeah. This is the uh-huh. dumbest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yep, that's all. That's that's it. That's uh-huh. that. And Disney has everyone wrapped around their finger because we're gonna watch it anyway. Probably, it's still better than Miss Marvel. <laughs> ah. <laughs> wow! Aside from the whole wow. preteen thing, Miss Marvel wow. at least had a better storyline. Yeah, and it was cohesive. <laughs> it seemed it like actually, it was going somewhere, and it actually fits into the whole universe. Yeah. Mm. Kinda. I mean, yeah. this doesn't fit into the universe. This fits into, like, it belongs in the Outer Rim. Stay there. Yeah. Doesn't connect to anything. No one cares. Yeah. All right. Well, again, I stand by what I said last week, which is they have no idea where they're going with it. They've admitted they have no idea where they're going with it. We have no idea where they're going with it. We have no idea if we even care where they're going with it at this point. We're just going to watch it anyway because... Well, we know where they're going with it. The whole point is they're going to the one point. She is going to reclaim Mordor. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and she's the return of the king. So because of this, she's going to take her place back in this whole, you know, Mandalore. Uh-huh. And she's going to... Potentially ride the mythosaur like a panther, you know, and like a rancor. <laughs> no, oh, here we go. 
It's a rancor. But he in the show he's he when wrote he wrote a rancor. But, but when in he the show he the made the joke people, like a bantha. He made the he made the joke like a bantha. And you yeah. used to mock it all the time. Yeah, I know. You gotta write it like a ban- like a bantha. Until I, I until so until it I made the joke dumb. last week and he had to correct me, so that's just, you know. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> just what a way to nerf a character. It's just so sad. What nerf? We, what's this? Disney's is I, I would say everybody right I, now. I would say I would say what they did with 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 with, with Bo-Katan in this episode, not challenging Din, nerfed her character mm-hmm. on on par with what they do with Boba Fett. But there's there's things that you you know you would do for love. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. No. Well. <laughs> I won't take my helmet off for that. <laughs> no. Like I said, they probably just use a curtain. I don't know. Anyway. I Any final thoughts? None. None? Nope. None? Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, well it's been fun. It's been a great <laughs> ride. It has been so fun. Yes. I'm so glad that we're continuing to do this. I'm <laughs> um, not really sure... Um, how many episodes are left in this season? Two. Are you kidding me? Two nope. episodes. Why? Because, because they, because it's, because they it's have to retake person. Mandalore. I don't understand. They have why to retake they Mandalore. That makes any sense? And she has to get on the beast. Retake Mandalore. Like get on the beast. Like Who's the bad guy? <laughs> there Who's is the no bad, bad guy. guy. It's Moff Gideon. Where is he? Oh, you didn't even Where? talk about I guess that. We'll find out. Mm. You didn't, well, I love how actually, I, I love well, how yeah. I love well, how yeah. in almost every season it says previously on and they show Moff Gideon in every single one of them, <laughs> but then he's never in the episode. Yeah, he's he's listen. What, what he's, they should do? He's dealing with a lot of chicken is, they right say, now. <laughs> well, yes. What they should do is they he's should say, they should say previously on and they should just show like the Emperor and Darth Vader <laughs> fighting Luke and then just not bring. It's the same thing. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Previously, I still, on, I still, th- they just showed <laughs> Return of the just, Jedi. They just showed Jedi. I, think, I still think my two favorite things about that, just like Vader and Luke, is in 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 Return of the Jedi or that scene where Luke is up on that like that riser and he just looks and he goes, "Obi Wan has taught you well," because he's got the high ground. Yeah, that is epic. Yes, and if that was not planned. And just happen to fall that way. That's awesome. And, and if it was planned, even more awesome. Because wow, to 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 connect those like that. I and then, I yeah. I I have no Impressive. faith. I have no faith that that Lucas planned that. <laughs> you don't all. think so? No. Don't, he had he had the first six scripts written. So I think that's he a possibility. Really? You he might have. So? He had the first. That's why. I mean, I, they changed I dramatically. So. But yes. he, he had an outline. <clears> he the, had an outline. Yeah. So he had an idea. I mean. Story-wise, he's a. At least he used to be. I mean, he was a genius in the beginning. But yeah, I don't know. Gone little. Ah. But now we can see. He's nuts. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much all I got. I'm pretty much tapped out. I don't think we need to, you know, kick this dead horse any longer than we have to. We have so. two more weeks, so you have to. Ah, uh, two more weeks. Here we go. So I guess we're gonna have to. Ah, Venice. So anyway. We will touch base. We will touch base on this next week. Um, we'll t- we'll talk to you guys then. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good night, everybody.